The following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. In three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight, we have a very special guest. Tracy Cruz is in the building. How you doing, Tracy? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. I uh, want to thank you for stopping by the show and um, being open to share your story. I, I definitely appreciate it. And uh, I hope we have a good time. Um, for the folks out there... Oh, my, I'm sorry. But uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone. And then afterwards, we'll turn to the main interview where you will be choosing numbers between 1 and 34. And then after that, we'll finish it off with a few closeout questions. Sound good to you, Tracy? Sounds good. All right. Well, my very first question for you is, how have you been? It's been a crazy couple of years. Uh, you've been doing well. You've been doing great. How you been lately? I'm good. Uh, I'm trying to just adjust with everything still. You know, I usually teach in person uh, and I'm teaching online pretty much my whole entire clientele is, you know, they're taking virtual classes. So that's that has been a huge adjustment uh, because I used to travel to students' homes. They used to take lessons on at my place. I used to teach at a studio. And so there was a lot of traveling and a lot of in-person interaction. And now it's just virtual. So that's a huge adjust adjustment. And um, I'm just really happy to be back, you know, performing live. It's It was a long time coming, but I've been doing a lot of shows, um, you know, a couple times a month. So that has been really enriching and, and I'm just really glad to be able to perform in front of a live crowd. For sure, for sure. Uh, you mentioned teaching. Do you mind me asking what, what, what do you teach? Yeah, I teach singing, songwriting, performance classes, and I've been teaching collectively for 15 years. So it's been a really long time. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, and, you know, I my first dream was to be a rapper and I had done it a long time, but I was not I was not a great I didn't I never figured out how to promote myself. Uh, I know in hip hop or maybe in music in general, you kind of have to be able to promote yourself or be able to say, yo, I'm the best. This is why you should listen to my stuff. And I never gave off that energy. I was more like, ah, you could listen to it if you want to. I'm just making this kind of music, you know? Uh, so that's just, that's still a good attitude to have. Yeah. I'm, I mean, my, my whole goal was it was to, you know, make, do some projects where, you know, when I'm older, I can listen to them and feel good about them. And once I reached that goal, I, I kind of lost the juice of like, well, Maybe I don't really want to be, you know, under a label or anything. I want to do everything independently, you know. Uh, so I got maybe this is going to I'm going to ask you for a freebie here. But uh, <laughs> well, what what's the, like one thing you like to tell people as far as if they need help with performing? Like when I'm on stage, what's what's something I could try to keep in mind if, when I'm up there? That's a really good question. I would say, you know, be yourself and connect with your crowd. You know, you create the energy, not the other way around. Sometimes we mm. think that we wait for the audience to applaud or say something or or scream and, you know, dance and sing along, but we create the atmosphere for them. Even before we, you know, sing a word, you know, even say some lyrics, we have to create that energy. So when you go up there, you know, smile at the crowd, say hi, be yourself because you're inviting these people into your world, like your stage, your home, right? So mm. be yourself. So sometimes I like to like say things that are, you know, silly or I ask questions or I talk to my musicians and inter interact with them and then we we crack a joke everybody laughs you know it's good when you break the ice with your audience because the more you are comfortable on the stage the more your audience is comfortable with you so that is my biggest biggest advice and that's probably was my biggest downfall because I'd be up there shaking with the with the mic and <laughs> trying to spit the words. I've been there before, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, many times. Like, you know, I get nervous um, depending on the event and how many people there are. Uh, if people bought tickets and things like that. You know, it's a normal it's a normal feeling to be nervous because you care about your art, you care about 
the audience you want you you want to have a great performance and so you put yourself you know under this microscope to give 110 percent and so it, it's normal to feel nervous but you want to turn those nerves into excitement like mm. yes you know i get an opportunity to connect with people and share my story share my music let's have fun Know, let's have a good time you know it, it's really how you create that energy creating energy is so important mm. um mm-hmm. do you still get nervous nowadays or are you pretty oh, much yeah, a, oh, yeah. yeah when it's at a big venue when it's at a big festival if i'm opening up for an artist if you know i know there's gonna be a huge crowd oh yeah oh, of course because i want to make sure that i connect with my my audience and at the same time have a good time and not mess up. So I, yeah. I do feel nervous here and there, depending on, like I said, the venue, how many people, what kind of event it is. It, it you know, it, it definitely, you know, varies. I feel you. I feel you. Um, well, let's move on to some warm up questions. My, my, my next question for you is what would you like the audience to know about yourself? I mean, know about you. Sorry about that. But yeah, what would you yeah. like the audience to know about you? That I'm really just, you know, trying to share my love for music and, you know, really building community, you know, through through art. And I just feel like when you connect with other people, you're already sharing who you are, you know, even if you're just singing lyrics, like you wrote that from personal experiences, from your own inner thoughts, feelings. Um, it's very personal. So you're being very, very vulnerable to your audience. And I just want people to know that I love honest music and I like to create honest music. And I want people to be able to listen to that and listen to it and say, wow, I really feel that way. and Or I felt that way or I've experienced that. Um, you know, it, it's something that I can relate to. Um, I can't speak from, you know, emotions and thoughts and experiences that I've never, you know, endured or gone through. Like I have to speak from my heart. So, you know, I want my audience to know that I'm speaking from my heart. I gotcha. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, you've mentioned your love of music. I yes. gotta ask, uh, where did that begin? How did it begin? Yeah, so um, my love for music started at a very early age. My mom said I started singing at the age of two, and I'm like, wow, I don't remember. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, that's, you know, I don't remember. I remember the age of five when I would sing in front of my grandfathers and then also to my family members and strangers. I would just sing like the same song or or maybe like a Tagalog song, like a uh, children's song. Um, And, you know, they were really encouraging. They, They said, you know, keep singing, keep singing. Here's some money. Here you go. <laughs> you know, they were really cool, and my mother and my grand, my mother and my grandmother, they were both singers and performers, and so I just, you know, I saw photos of them. I saw, I saw them singing it at, around the house, and it just made me really happy. And and I wanted to experience that for myself, and I wanted to follow the footsteps of my mom and my grandma because they were very active, you know, in singing. And I, I just, I thought that was so inspirational. And I just, I really love how they were just so, so into music, uh, my whole family, and I wanted that you know that experience for me as well i gotcha i gotcha aside mm-hmm. aside from your family what, what would you say or who would you say have been your biggest influences uh, my biggest influences would probably be goodness that's a long list but if i had to just really <laughs> think about it yeah, yeah. like uh, it's a few people oh that's so many but well, just I, first I first really, one to come to mind yeah you don't oh, I know, yeah. Yeah. like as a songwriter or, or as a vocalist Ooh, because there's so okay. many there's so many people that have inspired me and I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> it's hard to like narrow down, but, um, let's go with songwriter. Oh, oh Diane Warren, like hands down. Um, when I was growing up, I would, you know, read the lyrics of, um, songs that she wrote. And I was so intrigued, like how clever she just wrote about her feelings and just different scenarios and just the melody she created. And I mean, she wrote many hit songs, like until this very day, like she's still winning awards and she's still creating timeless music and to be a powerful songwriter, you know, you have to be able to 
move people like from around the world no matter how old they are and how how young they are whatever country they're part of like be able to move people with lyrics and music like that is very very powerful so i really love diane warren's uh, songwriting skills uh, she is just so such a brilliant songwriter like anybody can relate to her music and people can sing to her music and you know her music is played in different special events like weddings and birthdays and movies and just the list goes on and she's just she's so brilliant i actually got to meet her too at an award show and i was just so i was so like i was i was so speechless and she was so nice about it i went up to her and i was like can I take a photo with you? And I was so, <laughs> I was so like, oh my God, I wanted to like, just like, I, I, I couldn't even, I didn't know, even know what to say. And she's like, I love your earrings. Cause I was wearing earrings like this. I'm like, thank you so much. And then she, she was like, yeah, okay. And then, so we took the photo and I'm like, I just absolutely love your music. I don't even know what I said, but I know I probably said like, I absolutely love your music. You're an inspiration to me. So I was like, wow, I, I got to meet one of the people I've been looking up to since I was in grade school. So that, that was definitely a blessing. That's what's up. That, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and it was so cool because of the way we crossed paths, like I was entering into the venue and she was just like standing there. I'm like, oh, I got to go say hi to her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this was like the second time that I saw her at this award show. And I, at the first time I like, she was far away and I couldn't like reach her to say hi. But now I'm like, okay, she's here. I really need to say hi to her. <laughs> I got to go say hi to her. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm I mean, you know, I've I've had that um, same situation kind of pop up, and I was too scared to approach the singer. Um, and it's been one of my biggest yeah. regrets to not like to say, you know, try to say anything. They were standing by themselves, and I was like, I, I can't do it. Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's great. Uh, you med mentioned uh, connecting with people. Yes. Uh, yeah. What song of yours would you say connects with most people that you've gotten feedback from and kind wow. of? Wow. Uh, I would say struggle reprise. It's a tie between struggle reprise and and your love's everything. Well, and keep her so alive. There's a couple of songs, but I've gotten the most feedback from those songs. Uh, struggle because it talks about like going through struggles, overcoming them, and and coming out as a stronger, wiser person. Um, the keep her so alive is talking about just following your dreams and um making sure that we do things that give us peace and give us joy and also you know push through any resistance um to just make it through and your love's everything is just a very positive love song uh, very uplifting so i feel like people can relate to those songs i gotcha i gotcha mm -hmm. uh moving on to the next warm-up question if I were to do something in your honor, a way to express the energy you possess, what could I do? I would say write a song about leaving your legacy. I think that would be the most meaningful uh, because I've always loved creating songs and I want to have a song um, that showcases, you know, not only my love for music, but just love for people, you know, love for, love for kindness love for compassion you know love for unity love for peace like i would want a song i gotcha i think and that's something that's within my realm i think i can i can do yeah. that uh so so now we know now we know for all the folks out there uh and then my last warm-up question for you is on a scale from one to ten how well do you know yourself goodness um ah I will, you know honestly i would say between the seven and a half to eight because i'm still learning a lot about myself i know like i don't think i don't think we can fully know ourselves like fully mm. fully like there's always something about ourselves that we're always going to learn whether that's something that is our strength whether that is something we need to improve or something that we haven't discovered discovered before so i feel like you know it's like we're constantly evolving right so i feel like I don't think I'll ever be a 10 because I'm always learning and I'm always growing or wanting to grow. So yeah, I would say right now, seven and a half to eight, but I would like it to be a nine and a half. <laughs> 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 no, I got you. I got you. Uh, one of my other guests 
uh, who have come on has they told me it's I don't think we'll ever be tens because a, a part of yeah. that is also like knowing how other people perceive us and mm. that's always like a it's different right like from how what we see in ourselves and what, how other yeah. people see us yes. uh and and even how how we see ourselves physically like how we see ourselves physically may not be how another person sees us like you know it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, oh yeah it's really deep it's like like this person can say oh you look like this someone right like you look like that person but then you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, i don't look like that person so everybody has different perception physically and also just you know internally people can uh look at us and and you know communicate with us in a way where it's like everybody has a different opinion or different perception so yeah i i, I definitely agree you know with uh, your guests that we can never be tens because everybody everybody's perception is probably different from our from our the own our own perception of ourselves for sure for sure i mean yeah. just in the physical sense for me like I, I grew up a chubby kid and you know i can't unsee that you know like no matter how people tell me like oh yeah what, why are you doing this or like why are you working so hard and i'm like you know well it's because i don't I feel like there's something I can improve on. And then people are like, ah, and I'm like, damn, you don't see what I see in the mirror. Right. And that's a whole nother thing. I think it's called body dysmorphia or something like that. Oh, where, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I work with the youth. And so like, I had this kid come up to me and just constantly asking me like, Oh, do, do my arms look bigger or, you know, wow. oh, can you tell that like, you know, I cut weight this weekend and I'm like, damn, like, and I was trying to tell him, like, you know, I was trying to introduce this concept to him. Like, you know, no matter what you see in the mirror, it's not always going to be what other people see. Um, and, and I hope I hope he took it to heart. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, one of those things. Sure. Wow, um, that's really interesting. So my last follow up question is, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? So I'm very friendly. You know, I, I can talk to anybody and become friends with anybody and um i i just i really i really love to talk to people and know more about you know what they're passionate about what their dreams are i think it's because of the teacher in me mm. um you know being able to mentor students um young and old uh you know has been such a tremendous blessing uh, because I'm, I'm able to really just guide uh, people and you know build their build their self-esteem and also build help build their goals and so I I would say yeah I'm, I'm a very friendly person like I'm very approachable if someone says hi to me I'll say hi back and I'll strike up a conversation and even if you're shy I'll probably get you to open up and you know talk about silly things so I would say yeah, I'm, I'm very uh, very social very friendly I mean, I think those are great skills to, to start a podcast if you're ever interested. <laughs> people have asked me over the years to do a podcast. Um, I was like, that's cool. You know, I'll, I'll definitely think about it. it and, you know, when my crazy schedule <laughs> calms down. That's who. I mean, you could start it whenever. Like, if that's part of who you are, you could do it now. You could do it 10 years from now. It's, yeah. it's whenever you feel like it's right for you, for your life at the time. For uh, sure. What would you say is like the biggest challenge for you when, when you mentor people or, you know, you coach people up? Yeah, I would say um, the biggest challenge is making sure I am honest, but also I'm also very sensitive mm. because, you know, as a teacher, what you say can make or break an aspiring singer, aspiring uh, songwriter, aspiring performer, uh, music creator, producer, like what you say, a musician, like what you say can make or break a person, you know? So I have to be very careful in how I approach my students. Every student has a different personality. And so I have to make sure that I communicate with them clearly as to what they need to improve on. But at the same time, it's constructive. It's not de destructive. So I'm very careful with how I approach my students, especially when I know they're very sensitive. Um, I don't want to be the type of music teacher that like, made like a bunch of my students cry and then, you know, crush their dreams. Like I would never want to do that. I want to be able to be the teacher that inspired someone to go for it. Even though they were a little scared or insecure, they still tried, you know, they still made an effort to just go for it. So yeah. I would say, you know, that is one of the biggest challenges as a teacher is 
being very encouraging, but at the same time being very honest as to what they need to improve on. Because sometimes, you know, you have to say, oh, that's, you know, a little under, I don't say you're off key. I say you're under the note or above the note, you know, sharp, you know, making it more uh, of a smooth approach versus like a harsh approach. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want a teacher that discourages you. Like that's, you know, that's not what you, sh- what you should do as a teacher, as a mentor is, is to be a discouraging person. I, I hear you. Uh, my my favorite my favorite line when when I have kids ask me about their their songs like oh what do you think of my song and you know my thing is always like oh that's a good start um, but you know good. you, you got to keep keep working on it especially with songwriting and like oh, yeah. I'm, I don't know for you but for me when I was writing I felt like you know I'd write a song one week and the next week I think it's the worst song and then my next song is going to be the the best song I ever written before, you know. Right, it's always like that with some of my songs. That's why they don't get released. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I hear you. I hear you. And my problem was I was releasing the, those songs anyway because I was like, oh, it's all about content. It's all about getting it out there. Uh, and I mean, for better or for worse, I, I think there's some people if they, that was their first impression of me, then it's like ah maybe this guy's. And then there's other songs where I'm like, damn, maybe. I mean, now that I'm saying it, maybe I should re-release things uh, into like a better package and be like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is more of a complete project. But no, you thank you for that, that. realization. Yeah, of course, <laughs> <laughs> all good. All right, well, we made it to the main portion of the interview where you begin to choose your own numbers between one and 34 which one would you which way would you like to go Ooh, um it's up to you all right all right well let me uh <laughs> let me take a look at at the the numbers that you had chosen real quick and if you don't mind i'm gonna just start with the medium but we'll we'll go up and down good all right so medium number one what impression do you want people to have of you that um, I'm very I'm like a very genuine person, you know. Um, I what what you see is what you get. Um, my mom's like that, you know. My mom's a very genuine person, and people feel really comfortable with her, like talking to her and joking around with her and eating with her, you know, things like that. Like my mom is like really cool, and so I want I would want people to feel like, oh wow, Tracy, you know, she's she's a very genuine person, and you know, she um, is someone that I can just talk to and be myself, you know, around and not have to like front or anything. Like just she's she she keeps it real. She's a genuine person. Gotcha. Um, as far as in your life experience. Would, how what percentage wise would you say people are being genuine versus un, not genuine Ooh. Ooh, that's a really complex question um it just I guess it really just depends you know I, I feel like I don't know that's that's a really really complex question like I feel like you have to kind of really dig deeper and get to know people you know over time to really figure out what they're about like some people they just automatically show it and then sometimes for other people it takes them a while to warm up to you so i would say like it i it would just vary you know it, mm-hmm. it definitely varies because you know how how real are we you know how are we the same person as we are behind closed doors you know do we present ourselves to the world um how we are you know when we teach or how we how we talk to our kids or how we talk to our parents, how we talk to our significant other, how we talk to our bandmates, our coworkers, etc. Is it consistent? I feel like if you're consistently acting the same with everybody that you're associated with, whether that's family, friends, business, partners, coworkers, and so forth, then you are very real because you're not changing. You know, the way I'm talking to you, if I talk to you a certain way, but then I turn around, I'm like totally different person. It's like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, which was a real Tracy, you know? So I feel like if you're a consistent person towards everyone, then you're, you're, you're a genuine, you're, you're a genuine person. You're, you're very real. I gotcha. I gotcha. I mean, mm-hmm. that's some, something I'm, I'm kind of concerned about myself because I, I think I'm a nice person or I want to be a nice person and people perceive me in that way. Um, and sometimes I'm afraid that people 
like if they don't know me and they haven't been around me for too long they can perceive mm -hmm. that as fake you know and i'm like being oh. fake nice and stuff but i will say that you know you mentioned like getting to know someone or being around them enough uh, to to realize that's just who they are i think yeah. i think that's what makes me feel comfortable is like well i have the the support or like the confidence that the people who do know me can vouch for that like oh, oh yeah. no that that's really how he is you know but yeah, i'm always kind of like uh aware of that when meeting new people because i i understand you know if, if somebody was trying to like approach people like i do or trying to have deep conversations with people right off the bat it might feel like there's an agenda or like something mm -hmm. that i'm trying to do but honestly that's that's just who i am and you know who you are and and yeah. and like you can you can tell when someone is just you know wanting to strike up a really you you know engaging conversation versus someone trying to converse with you because they want something from you it's how you it's the approach Mm. It's an approach like i feel like you know when someone says hey how are you doing that's really that's that's cool like that's like you know a show of concern a show of care like okay this person wants to know how you're doing but if a person says like hey so how can i get on that show with you yeah how yeah. can i get on that track with you hey how did you do this and how did you do, do that but don't even you know, take the time to get to know you or build with you. Like, hey, you know, how are you doing? Like, how's, you know, what have you been up to? You know, things like that. Like, I feel like that is, that could be like a hidden hidden agenda. Honestly, that's, that's something that I'm also aware of when I reach out to people for this podcast, you know? Like, I, I'm sure there's people out there who see my message and they're like, oh, this guy just wants me on a show and all that stuff. Um, and you know, I, I can't, I don't want to focus on trying to convince them that, oh no, nah, you know, this is more, this is genuine. This isn't, you know, anything for, for me, it's like, I got to kind of prove it through my actions, you know, having almost like having all ranges of people, uh, on the show, I think can show that people that, Hey, this guy's really just more about talking to everyone. Um, yeah. oh, I, I hope that's what people see, but, yeah, uh, no, it's definitely what I, what I saw, you know, when I read your, um, your intro and you know your messages on your um your questionnaire you know your introduction your questionnaire like i'm like oh wow this you know he really wants to get to know his guests and he really took the time to craft these questions because these questions like i said are you know really interesting they're very different from you know your usual interview and, and i really appreciate that so you know it, it definitely is the approach and people can see see the authenticity in that uh, I'm, I'm glad you saw it real real recognized oh, yeah. real you know <laughs> i'm like oh yeah this is legit I'm like <laughs> he took the time to craft all of these questions and i'm like these are questions that i haven't asked myself in a long time or i've never asked myself and for you to come up with such you know great questions that like really like thought provoking like you really have to think about it i was like wow he really took the time to do this this is really awesome yeah, you know, I, I, this, these are questions that I always wish I could ask people at a party or like at the club or it's something. So cool. And then, but, <laughs> I haven't gotten that reaction from a lot of people. A lot of people give me like, "What the hell? Like, who who are you?" Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I had to create this platform for people to kind of know, like, if you're gonna get on here, this is what I'm gonna be asking. Uh, it's so cool, yeah. <laughs> the second part to the impression question was, uh, ask what what impression you want people to to have a view but what do you think they see like from your perspective yeah yeah I, I would say you know i think people see me as someone that is really silly um like loves to laugh and um yeah social person friendly person and very sensitive <laughs> the people mm. that know me for me <laughs> they know they know i'm extra sensitive and so i feel like that is something I see in myself, but I, I feel like people people see that too. Like I'm I'm a very sensitive person. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, and I, I, it makes me wonder if people see that in me too, because uh, I think, like I, I I think I'm an empathetic person, um, mm -hmm. and I don't know if that necessarily makes me sensitive, but I can definitely like if i if i see it in your eyes that you're you know struggling or in pain i'm like 
I feel it too, you know. And I guess yeah, it, that, that makes me same sensitive. Here, yeah, same here. I got you. I got you. Uh, well, let's move on to the next number. Uh, I'll go easy for you this time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, number twenty-four, easy, is what's what is one thing on your bucket list? Ah! <laughs> Honestly, my whoa, my ultimate bucket list be nominated for a Grammy or win a Grammy award. That is on my bucket list. It has been on my bucket list since I was a, a kid. You know, and, and you know, if if you know, like if it happens, I am I feel I would feel so blessed. If it doesn't happen, at least I tried. Right. So I would say that's like on my bucket list. Like I'm like I wanna, you know, I wanna be able to accomplish that one day before I leave this earth. So yeah, that's on my bucket list. I gotcha. I gotcha. Winning the yeah. Grammy. Man, yeah. that's a uh... even nominated. Like, really, if if even a Grammy nomination, like ah, uh, I would be so so grateful <laughs> yeah yeah just having your name up there um would yeah, be something special that's a huge huge accomplishment and um it, it it takes a lot of work you know it's it takes a lot of work so you know if i if i were ever to accomplish that i would i would be like yay you know i was able to finally <laughs> accomplish it so when you when you are nominated uh <laughs> What would be the next thing? What's that next level of, of let's say you got it and you, you know you were there. What what would what be the next goal that keeps you pushing? Keeps you driving? Win one. What's that? I would, would want to win one. I would would love okay. to win a Grammy award. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> that would um, be the next. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, outside of music, is there anything on your bucket list? Yeah. Um. I definitely want to meet Quincy Jones. Or visit Bora Bora. Bora Bora. <laughs> yeah, I know it's like it's like a secluded island. I know like like there's barely anybody there, but it, it's absolutely beautiful. I love I love water. I love the islands. Um, I just feel like I would love to spend like a week at you know at Bora Bora and just chill out, you know, because it's it's a place of peace and you can just really be in your thoughts and. Um, you know, get more rest. You know, I, I just, I, I think it's a very beautiful place from what I've seen. And, you know, definitely meeting Quincy Jones would be such a huge honor because we share the same birthday and I've always loved his music. You know, he is a musical genius. So just meeting him would be oh, a dream come true. Because <laughs> I already met Diane Warren. And so next yeah. Is, yeah. is Quincy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I got <Okay>. you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, one of the places for me in my bucket list is the Bermuda Triangle. Um, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, that's just what Bermuda Triangle. Well, for me, it's it's one of those places where I feel like a lot of mysterious things happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just kind of want to check it out. You know, feel the energy for myself. If it's if it's just like, you know, something that people have talked about but not really right. explored. Um, I just want to feel the energy if I when if I get cool. out there. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know where it is on the map. I have to look look it up. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Bermuda really, Triangle. <laughs> it is it is really it's really um, fascinating because of what everyone's been talking about, you know. And just to be able to experience that, you're like, wait, what what is this all about? You know, it's very yeah. it's very mysterious. You for, know, for sure. And like people disappear going through it all the time. Yeah, that's like a movie thing. It's like a movie. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, I had another another question that that left my mind, but it's all right. We we still got a bunch of numbers. Um, would you do you mind if I go hard this time? Yeah, no, go ahead, go for it. All right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do uh, number one hard. And is, is is existing enough? Wow. Um, I really love this question because I it's something that we should always ask ourselves. Existing is not enough. You know, we we're here, right? We're we're physically here, but are we really here? You know, mm. are we really present, you know, with our loved ones and are we really present um in our purpose and in in our mission? So existing is not enough like you have to be present in your purpose you have to be living are you really living are you you know enjoying life are you making a difference 
Are you accomplishing the goals that you want to accomplish? Are you leaving your legacy? You know, that's living. So just being physically here is not enough. You have to be present, pres present in what you do and and how you how you change others, like how you um, and what I mean by changing others is like changing lives, you know, through yeah. through your purpose. So no, it's it's not enough. Existing is not enough. It's then you're complacent. I feel like when you're just existing, you're you're complacent and you're not um, elevating. And we're here, you know, on this earth just for a limited amount of time. And so we have to make the best of it. Like we have to make sure that, you know, we're giving back and we're also helping others along the way and changing lives for sure. I got you. So, yeah, so you gotta live, you gotta live, 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 not just exist. <laughs> yeah, I- Easy, but living is, you know, that's, that's, where, that's where the journey is, is, is living. I hear you. I hear you. You know, that that's an interesting perspective because the reason why I had come up with that question was that I think there's a lot of people out there who maybe don't know how to live. You know, maybe don't yeah. know what their Very purpose true. is yeah. or what their, you know, how to be present. You know, I think mm -hmm. a lot of folks struggle with that too. Uh, yeah, so I have my challenges with being present because I'm always working and work is like on my mind all the time. You know, especially in the Bay Area, you, oh, <laughs> you know yeah. how it is. You gotta grind. <laughs> just, just to keep your head above water, you know. I know, just uh, to survive out here, you know. So. Yeah. So, I mean, in my mind, like, I, I, I think from my personal point of view, I think existing is enough in the sense, in the sense mm. that, like, the the reason why this thought came to my mind is like, for people, anybody who feels like they're not putting in enough, or people who don't feel like they know how to live or how to be present mm -hmm. um i think of how we were when we were kids or when we were babies right like yeah. a baby exists and we just get hella joy out of you know yeah. that that kid you know and yeah. it's, and it's just That's like cute. yeah i mean from for me it's like you you know remember just being yourself like being you um whether you figured it out or you haven't figured it out um mm -hmm. that someone out there is looking at you and being like yo yeah i'm glad they're around or i'm glad they're alive and oh. in that sense in that that's sense yeah, yeah i mean that's just that's just my point of view um but i definitely see yours as well like what are you contributing is, is yeah, like an, what are you another that's well, you consume more than you're contributing if if you're consuming more then you got to change that you got to contribute yeah yeah but i guess my, my messaging with it like was this is really just for folks who, who feel like they haven't figured it out, like to continue to work to figure it out. But as you're doing that, just know that like some, like I wanted, um, I wanted to, you know, that dude with a sign, right? I wanted to create an, another IG that says another guy with a sign. And my first sign would be like, uh, remember somebody loves you kind of thing. Wow. Uh, but yeah. uh, That's cool. I haven't done it yet. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I hope I can follow through with that. <laughs> yeah, you could. But yeah. Uh, cool. Well, no, thank you for sharing your perspective. I, I do think it's important. Um, and yeah, it's all about context, right? Uh, let's move on to another number. And I'll let you choose. Like, I want you to choose a sign. Easy, medium, or hard. And I will choose uh, a number for you. Let's go with hard. Let's go with hard. Okay. <laughs> yeah. right. Number seven, hard. Huh? Okay. <laughs> when someone is struggling with self-esteem, what's your go-to advice? This is temporary. You know, this is a temporary feeling. And um, you are very special. There's only one like you. And uh, it's okay to feel this way, but um, make sure that you get out of these emotions because... Um, there, there are people out there that love you and you're very valuable and um, you're gonna get through whatever you're going through and, and just know that you have a purpose in this life and you can change so many lives with your purpose and continue to always build yourself and work on your self-love. You know, self-love um, is very, very important um, we have to love ourselves and, and that could be a very challenging journey, but it's important to, to give ourselves love too. like give, 
the love that we give to others to ourselves and don't forget that you know always tr strive to do that is to give more into yourself show up for yourself you know give yourself that love that you that you deserve your self-love for sure for sure um, it sounds like that you 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 found your purpose um for the folks out there who maybe haven't is there like what what could you tell them or you know maybe introduce to them that help help oh, yeah. you you know yeah so when you know that you feel alive doing your you know your mission or your purpose and it's something that you look forward to um you found your purpose you know like i look forward to singing i look forward to teaching i look forward to creating and you know if and it's something that wakes me up it's it's something that i think about before i go to bed like you found your purpose if it doesn't feel forced if it feels like you're like oh wow this is me you know this is me this is what i enjoy doing and look at all these people that i'm helping and look at the changes i've um of uh, i've allowed you know to take place uh, within myself and also the people around me and just a lot of you know goals achieved like you you found your purpose like i'm still doing music after all this time and i'm still doing music i mean still teaching you know after all this time like i found my purpose you know it's it's music and and teaching music teaching so um you know don't don't try to force it sometimes it might come to you at a later time in your life but you know it, it'll it'll get there whatever you're passionate about whatever um gives you that sense of joy like it's just so fulfilling you know you don't you can't think of anything else right that's that's your purpose i got you and don't, don't define your purpose you know through somebody else's lens like you have mm. to know that within yourself you know everybody's path is different in life so we can't compare our path to the next person's path because our the purpose that we have is, is different from the other person it could be in the same kind of field you know like say music or uh it could be you know writing or making movies but every singer every director every writer is different everybody has a different path everybody has a different purpose so just just focus on your purpose for sure for sure i don't know if you've seen the the shirt or the heard of the phrase but it was like instead of saying it's already been done it's like you say it hasn't been done by me um oh and, and i like, like that that's cool uh, i i I'm trying to remember i'm trying to remember the uh the brand that i saw have that on the shirt i'm sorry i know, I know you're out there and if you're listening <laughs> i want to give I you credit <laughs> that's cool <laughs> yeah it hasn't been done by me um all right well let's move on to the next number i'll go back up to easy uh okay. and i think i will go with number nine easy where is your happy place Oh my goodness. I would say, can it be like two places or just one? No, go for it. Give me, give me <laughs> both. Give me both. Yeah. So my happy place would be on stage, you know, singing with my uh, band. Like that's just, I just feel like I'm myself and I'm giving back to others through music and just being able to create music with my band is, is just so so fulfilling so enriching and um it makes me really happy you know and i love seeing people smile and dance and and you know sing along and just uh, enjoy you know enjoy the moments like that that is really one of my happy places um gosh i think i have three and then two would probably be recording you know recording the song um, that's my happy place, like at a studio, because I'm able to record an experience and then being able to share that with the world once it's done like that, that is my happy place. Like, I can't wait to share new music every time I'm, I'm done with a song and I'm, I'm about to put it out there and share it with others. Like, that makes me feel so happy. Um, and then last is like restaurants that have really good food. <laughs> I'm, a food I'm a huge foodie, so... You know a place that has really good entrees and appetizers and desserts and 
like smoothies or whatever. <laughs> like that's like my happy place. Like I, I get so like caught up in food. I'm like, wow, this is just amazing. And I always tell um, the the waitress or the wait the waiter. I say, hey, you know, tell the chef like like much love and respect because like this food is amazing. <laughs> so I always give, I give a shout out to the chef. Oh, I do that all the time, especially if it's really blown my mind. I'm oh my like, gosh, like who cooked this? Like, yeah, who's yeah. the chef? <laughs> no, give, give the chef my, my, uh, oh, my props. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's an art in itself too, you know? So they took the time to create your food and it's made with love. It, it's so, you know, it's special. And, it, and when it's delicious, it's like, you got to give the chef or chef's props <laughs> with the food. What's the what's the last um, last dish that made you feel that way? We're like, I gotta, I gotta talk to the chef right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had ah, uh, because I've I've eaten so much food lately. <laughs> so same here, I would same. I would say um, I went to this Filipino restaurant and I had like like garlic rice with like the um, chicken uh, barbecue on a stick. I was like, who is who's this? Like, who made this? <laughs> Like I was, I was sitting in my car and I like completely ate the whole thing. Like I, I couldn't, like I just devoured it. I'm like, this is so delicious, and I would, I felt, I felt so happy. And I had like halo halo, you know, and some ube halaya on the side, and I would put the ube halaya on the halo halo. I'm like, man, who, who cooked this? Mm. That's so good. Yeah, that, I would say, yeah, that that was like one of my happiest moments. Do you remember <laughs> the name to to give him a shout out? Yeah, Papaya Grill. I always go Papaya there. Grill. They know me. <laughs> they know my first name. Not <laughs> crazy. That's what's up. I mean, I don't think I have a place like that yet, but I, that's part of the community, right? You go to a place often enough, they know you, you know them. It's so good. Beautiful I was thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, it's, it's me, Tracy. Like, she's like, yeah, I know, I know you, I know you. <laughs> like, because oh. like, I, you know, I always call and get to go, and and so like the owner knows me now because I've gone there like more than 10, 15 times. That's dope. And That's I, dope. I love their food. Yeah, absolutely. It was so good. Um, oh, and you helped me remember the the brand of the clothing brand that had that quote. Uh, shout out to Empire in the Air. Um, oh, nice. I, think, I think they're from San Jose, so uh, awesome. keep it local. Uh, and you had mentioned the, the studio being a happy place. I can attest to that. That's also been my happy place too. And I think for any aspiring artist or you know vocalist. Um, someone who just wants to make music get in the studio if you haven't because it feels right sometimes you know it just feels like this is where i need to be to to be productive to be happy um yeah so i don't know i don't know for you but for for me like you know being in the booth with the mic and just you know either my lyrics and the beat is it, it's exciting it's like you know and I don't know how many times you have to record your songs, but I know for me, I never spent enough time doing it. Like, it always felt rushed because I was paying for it out of pocket. And, like, I could never... Studio time. Yeah. It gets expensive. It does. It does. But I can totally see why, like, professional artists probably have better songs or, like, better quality. is because they spend so much time in the studio. Yeah. They spend a lot of time, mm-hmm, and sure. they and they can try every sound out. They can try yeah. every delivery, and like yeah. for for regular folk. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, for us, it's just like, man, we gotta get it in one take, or else it's. <laughs> or else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another fifty bucks, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's expensive. Oh well, just a reminder, Trace. We got ten minutes left in in the podcast, Whoa. and I hope. Uh, you've been having fun it's been a great yeah, conversation man. yeah this is really fun thank you so much I'm glad uh, well before we get to the closeout questions um, let's do one more number and okay sure okay let's, let's, let's go to where we began in the medium section and mm-hmm. um, let's see let's go medium number 30 yeah what? I don't remember <laughs> it's all good it's all good it is <laughs> What does self-love mean to you? Oh, wow. Good, good uh, close-up um, question. Um, self-love is accepting yourself, you know, accepting yourself in a way where you know um, who you are and you know what you've accomplished 
and you know where you're going and you know the areas that you need to improve and you know your influence. Um, and I feel like self-love is, you know, accepting accepting the, the good and the not so good about yourself and learning how to love yourself. I feel like sometimes it's hard to really like fully love ourselves because like we know ourselves, right? We know our flaws, right? So that could be a challenge. However, um, it's important to, to build that self-love. It's like, I know who I am. I know what I stand for. I know what I will not stand for. Um, I know what is right. You know, I know what is wrong. Um, and I know my influence. I know what I can do to help others. I know what I can do to help myself and help, you know, better myself, help better those around me. Um, you know, self-love is taking care of yourself. Um, even though like, you know, tough times, you know, come and a go like you know how to take care of yourself in those situations like you know not to like fully be so hard on yourself because sometimes we could be highly critical of ourselves especially if we're like perfectionists or if we're overachievers um it's it's hard to be gentle with ourselves right so i i would feel like self-love for me is accepting um also really competing with yourself is for me is self-love because it's like you're trying to make yourself better so you're kind of trying to outdo yourself every single time i feel like that's growth self-love equals self-growth and um knowing to give yourself like a break like sometimes we overwork and oh i want to do this i want to do that i want to accomplish this i want to you know accomplish that but like taking the time like to take care of your health like getting rest and um taking days off, taking a vacation, you know, spending time, more time with your family, things like that. Like that's also self-love because you're nurturing yourself and you're nurturing those around you. I got you. You're building I... yourself. You're building, you're building yourself. You know, when you, when you mm. build yourself, you build other people. Like when you're, when you're empty, then you can't pour into yourself. You cannot pour into others. So it's, you got to pour into yourself. I got you. I got you. Yeah. No, I've, I, I I totally agree with you. Um, yeah. It is definitely important to, because how can you really love other people if you don't love yourself, right? You, you, you cannot love you, you cannot love other people if you don't love yourself. And when you're coming from a hurt place, you know, then it is you know inevitable that you will hurt others because you know they always say hurt people hurt people, right? So it's so yeah. important to heal yourself so that whatever love you're radiating is healing, not not hurting right so um definitely you know continue to always work on self-love like that's that's so, so important one of the most important relationships is the one that you have with yourself because that spills into all of your other relationships whether personal whether professional it doesn't matter like how you love yourself how you see yourself um that will be reflected i gotcha i gotcha um, well, we made it to, to the closeout portion of the podcast. Uh, before we go there, uh, I'd like to do this exercise called the 34th Mantra with my guests. Uh, I have three phrases for you that I'd like you to, to fill in the blank. Uh, the first one is I am. I am blank. I am a voice. I like it. Uh, second one is I can achieve whatever my heart desires. And the last one is I will conquer all my goals. For sure. And if uh, you ever need a reminder, you got this little town bite for you to to remember. You're you're, you're telling yourself this. So. <laughs> Uh, make sure to put in your documentary one day you know uh, uh all right well we, we made it to the final stretch of the podcast uh my my next question for you is from my previous guest shout out to dr saint roseman um her question for you is how can we make the world a better place well that's a that's a really beautiful question love more you know, give each other grace and just be patient with each other. Learn how to understand each other and 
be open to hearing stories and just be, you know, open hearted, you know, just uh, don't close your heart, like love more. I would say just really love more. That's that's so, so important. I, I feel like when we give love to others, then that person will feel love and that person will, you know, love somebody else and it becomes a amazing domino effect. Uh, so definitely, you know, like with this, you know, with this whole entire situation with the pandemic, and, you know, we're going through, we're still going through a lot of uh, changes and struggles, love each other more and give each other more grace. I feel you. I mean, mm-hmm. I wish more, I, like I, more I, compassion, you know, be compassionate. Like you never know what people are going through. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I wish we could get everybody on the same page about that. I feel like that's the biggest, biggest hurdle. Um, You have to love more. And, you know, if somebody that you see that you don't know, you know, if they're not in a not so good mood, like just, you know, be patient with them. Be patient with them, you know, because you, you don't know what they're going through. I hear you. Um, a shameless plug I don't, and I've done this a lot on the show because it's one of my favorite shows yeah. um, but have you seen Ted Lasso no not yet no. okay uh, well, if you ever get a chance I uh, I, I highly recommend it it's it's, a, it's sort of what you're saying as far as like understanding people where they are and yeah. kind of giving that energy out there uh, but yeah next question my second to last question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest that comes down to 34 questions Oh, this is this is nice. If you had the opportunity to make changes in history, what would it Ooh. be? And why? Okay. Opportunity to make changes in history. I'm just writing it down, sorry. Mm-hmm. Why? And also in addition to that, what kind of effect would that have if those changes in history were made? I know what kind of uh what kind of outcome uh, what kind of outcome would how do I say that um gosh it's on the like I had it in my head oh what would the results be if those changes were made in history like what is the you know what is the cause and what is the effect oh I got you changes yeah you know, uh, well, I'll tell you mine, and I, I got to think more about the next part. But for me, I would have to say that I would like to go at the point in history where the first person, maybe not the first person, I don't know if it happened all at one time or in different places, but first time somebody was like, I'm better than that other person. Um, oh, yeah. And kind of talk to them about that and be like, like hey, no, we're equal. We're, we're equal. Where you get that idea from, you know? We're, uh, we're all, you know, we <laughs> all have you know, talents. We all have different skills. We're all valuable, you know? We're all loved. Yeah. You know, that would be a good point in history. It's it, honestly, I don't know what point that would be. You know, is that all the way back to the cavemen when they're like, yo, somebody had fire. The very, very beginning of time. Like one person had fire, the other person didn't. So were they like, I'm better than you because I got it, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I like it. I like it. We'll see what the next person has to say about it. Uh, and then my last question for you, the question that ties everything together. 100 years from now, your great, great, you know, grandchildren or descendants are watching this. What would you like to say to them? I would like to say that I love you dearly and I'm very proud of you and thank you for keeping our family's legacy alive and continue to strive for the best in yourselves and to always build and help your community and always show love and compassion towards others. And just be yourself. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) You think they're going to be singers? (laughs) Uh, I hope. I hope. Like, you know, I hope one of my future great, 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 or my kids are, you know, musician or singer, you know, and it just gets passed down. I think that would be, that would be so, so wonderful to see. 
I feel you. I feel you. Any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here? Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me. Um, this was a lot of fun, and I just wanted to send much love and prayers to everybody out there, and you know, stay encouraged. Uh, we're gonna get through this whole situation because we are very resilient. We're in it together. We're in it together for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd like to thank you again, Tracy, for stopping by. Um, you know, sharing your story, sharing your perspective. So I definitely appreciate it. Um, and I want to thank all the folks out there. If you listen in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or watching on YouTube, I want to thank you as well. Remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love, and we'll catch you guys next time on 34 Questions. Peace.